Welcome to the Fitz Life Unfiltered Podcast with Kim and Jamie Fitzpatrick, former employees turned successful online entrepreneurs, speakers, parents, and couple. Thank you for tuning in. We know your time is valuable, and their goal is to help you live abundantly, provide value and tips on achieving physical, mental, spiritual, and financial wealth while navigating this crazy-ass thing we call life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hello. We are back. How are you? I'm good. We have just had to do a second intro, and this intro is so much more boring than the first one. So right. I just took off all my clothes. She did. Do it again. It's because it's getting hot in here. All right. We, She's actually in her bra. I'm in my sports bra because it is toasty in the recording studio, but we are back. I'm so excited to be back here. It's been a minute. It has. Um, How have you been? I've been great. I'm asking my wife, who I live with all day, I, how are you? I was it's just going to be like, but, what do you mean? How have you been? Well, how are you today? How are you feeling? How was your morning? I know you were- you, My morning you, was awesome. Tell me about it. My morning was amazing. I I'm have serious. our new journal, the Be yes. Now journal, in my hands. Yeah, I just them. said to Jamie, uh, I have one. I have one journal. No, tell, um, tell, tell them what you actually told me, and it's not egotistical. Tell did, them what I you did. said to I me. I said, Jamie, I've had the journal for four days. I've had my like my journal, the one that like I knew I needed so many different tools in one day to be able to really start my day mm-hmm. right. This is what I need, right. right? And you know, and it comes with vision and all these other things. But I've been sitting with the tool. It's my fourth day of an entry of a daily journal entry or daily log entry, but all prompted. And I literally looked at Jamie as we were just sitting here. I said, this is going to change the lives of so many people because already I can tell with four days of this in my hand and my thoughts to my paper and really being very clear and intentional in what I want to be writing and what I want to be creating and what I want to be curating is going to give people such a gift. And you meant it. So this isn't like a sales pitch. No, No, you you looked at me before we were recording. You're like, Jamie, this is going to change a ton of people's lives. It's like, okay. And then when it, when Kim like says that to me, I'm like, okay, let's roll. It, let's I really go. mean it. Like yeah. I'm, 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 I, and I, I, my first journal entry, I started bawling. Yeah. I was sobbing because it was just like, and this is just the like start. My, yeah. It feels like I, like when people say this is my life's work, I never understood what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. I never understood that. I was like, well, that's great. When you like, what do you mean? Okay. Now I understand my mm-hmm. life's work. Oh, right. My life's work is to help create resources and tools and a pathway for people to live their best life. And yeah. there's a lot of things that goes into, but that's part of my life's work. And there's and a lot of, a really, lot of things coming really guys. Cool. And, and the, it starts with the uh, journal and that's, that's November and 11th. Podcast and oh, and just, things. just to let them know when Kim oh, says yeah. she has the journal, we have literally, we have like one copy We're we're yeah. just going through edit still and then they'll be produced. And then, you know, November 11th is the launch and that'll be fun. And then, and then we have other stuff coming after that, but one thing at a time. I'm excited for you. It's uh, it's been a long time coming, and 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 you know, I I know there's lots of journals out there and stuff like that. I think what's cool about this one is, um, well, it's unique to you, and and you've you've you know, I I don't I I know a lot of people, and I don't I don't know all the ins and outs of all the people I know as I move through my life, but clearly I know you better than probably anyone, and I will just say this is that I'm not, I'm not sure anyone has worked on themselves as much as you have, like that. I know I'm sure there's other people that have done a ton of work and different, you know, everyone does work on themselves, but you really have worked on yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, you know, family style. Like you, you are a constant, you, you constantly work on trying to 
heal, right? Yeah. Heal is the first one. And you do, you heal through all those, you know, those five right. things. But, but, but you really, and it's not like you just stop at one thing and move on. You really try to figure it out and your morning routine and what you do and your vision and, and how you've developed this, this journal is really around 25, 30 years of literally intense self-improvement. I think that's, what's really cool about it. Yeah. And I think one of the neat things we're going to get to the reviews in a second, what, how here's the action that came from it. So Mm -hmm. every single morning, part of me, like one of the things that I really am determined to do is to be debt free, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's a huge, like wealth is important to me. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're going to create this, like whatever that's going to look like down the road. But part of that is, you know, Danny Johnson, I love that book. Oh gosh, what's that book? Oh my gosh, it's so old. I gotta I see it. It's oh the my gosh. wealth something. It's well, on your bedside. Oh my gosh. Anyway. I, I read it every morning. Anyway, she talks all about wealth, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, Danny Johnson, you're a legend. If you Google Danny Johnson, her book will come up. But my point is is that not all debt is bad debt, by the way. But not, anyway, not go ahead. all debt is bad debt. But the, you know the one I want to talk <laughs> sure. about. Like just like paint down our renos and things like that. Here's how intentional I got with the vision from this morning. So then I started screenshotting a line of credit to Jamie. I was like, mm. okay, so when do we need to do our weekly payment on this? Like, what's our plan? And that's that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what the four days of journaling has yeah. done. It's like, it's not just me talking about like lip service. No, then it pulled me right into like, because part of the journal is like, what are you going to do? Right. And it forced me to be like, okay, well, I got to do that. Like, if I want this, I got to do that. There so is, that was powerful. Well, there is something about pen and paper. There is mm, something pow- powerful yeah. mentally about pen and paper yeah. and writing it, and it <laughs> seeps into your brain, and it, it's just... You'll never have me with an online... Any, like, no. an online. I struggle with that, too. I struggle with online. That doesn't work for me. Talk to, research shows... It, it's well, like, there's something very uh, holistic and gritty about about writing and seeing ink on paper it's and it's, right. No, it's just it's like <laughs> yeah, and 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 yeah, it's cool. I love I love books. Like I love picking up a book and going through it, stuff like that. Okay, let's okay, let's do read, some reviews. Here, I want to read this one. It's called All the Data. Five stars. Manu Packer. So M A N U P A K K E R. It's from August third. In the last four weeks, I literally stalked Kim's IG stories after I followed her and I got some book recommendations, made her tuna salad and about to buy my first ever hairband because I'm so intrigued. And did I mention I also listened to seven podcasts in three days and I made my hubby listen as well. So I just realized it really sounds like I'm a stalker, but I just feel like Mm. I can't get enough of the two of you. There's so many podcasts out there from so many people we've all heard, but there's something incredibly real about your podcasts, your relationship, your struggles, your wins, successes, difficulties, and the way you speak with honesty and passion. I can't get enough. From a level 4.9, oh, yeah, 49 that makes me want to cry. Oh, sorry. It just like really resonates me when people mm. like, you know, like cheers to authenticity and courage. Keep talking. Greetings from Van City. That's nice. That's really nice. Well, you got to message me when you listen to this one and yeah. I'm sending you a band. Get a lot of binge watchers or mm, they're binge listeners. Like, oh, I binged it. I'm like, that's really appreciate that. Um, this one is from Stacy. Um, Oh, maybe I already read this one. 1977, Jen, sounds familiar. I always feel amazing and inspired to be better after listening to Kim and Jamie. So, so thank you. Um, okay. And then the last one I'm going to read. Oh, Lindsay Morenci. Oh, I love, thank you, my friend. I'm sending you a headband personally. Um, she said all the feels five stars. Wow. This podcast, each and every episode is real touches my heart. Thank you, Kim and Jamie for introducing me to my first ever podcast. 
I knew with both of you that this would be epic and pull at my every emotion to me. When I see a new episode, it's up and ready to get butterflies in my belly and I can't wait to listen. What you share serves so much positivity and mindfulness to my life and I'll forever be blessed to grow and learn with you both. That's cool. Really sweet. Oh my gosh. Well, we're going to start having to give journals out too. I just was thinking that. Isn't that so funny? I literally, it's well, like you we just were, read my mind. I was like, and they'll be getting journals. We do that a lot actually. And notepads. We do that a lot. Yeah, there'll be lots. So we are going to dive into a really good conversation today. We were talking on the way here <laughs> about- What are you laughing at? I'm talking- <laughs> Oh, that. I'm about generosity and being an awesome, hu- awesome, awesome human and really loving yourself and loving your life and, you know, being a, being of contribution- you know, I love the word contribution. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes when we think about the word generosity or we think about the word contribution or we think about the word impact, sometimes it can go over people's heads because I think it can be like trendy, hey, like buzzwords, very buzzwords, like very like, mm-hmm. you know, philanthropic and blah, right. blah, blah. And like, and, and, and almost to a point where people must be like, well, must be nice. Must be nice, right? And and it's almost like sometimes I think people think of that as a luxury versus just being a really good freaking human. And it doesn't mean you need to be de- donating $10,000 to the local homeless no. shelter to be able to be a generous and awesome, awesome human. And we want to unpack that today because I think there's some, um, there's some minor tweaks in our neural pathways and in our habits and in our processes that we can start making today in our own homes, right? Like imagine just within your own nuclear family to start being more generous and to start being more loving and to start being more compassionate and to start being more of a servant leader, just even within the walls of your, of your four home. Do you think it's hard to be an awesome human? I think that the society makes it harder. Mm. I do. Shouldn't we maybe even define like what that's so, how do you define that? So subjective. Right. Or objective. Okay. I don't know. I'm not that smart. Neither am I. <laughs> that, do you know what's funny about that? I always struggle with that objective and subjective. Like if really? I'm, I do. Like if I'm, if someone's talking, I said, "Oh, is that subjective?" I actually go, "Not the right word." Is it objective or subjective? Do you want anyway, to Google it? no, you don't need to Google okay. that. That's, that would be boring. But I mean, defining awesomeness is like, look at here. Here's and I said it on our. I think it's personal. Of course, it's That's personal. Subjective. And I think some people, <laughs> some some people will get like well, I'm awesome. Or other people may be like, yeah, I'm not awesome at all. And I think it's like my, per- let, let me give you my personal definition. Cause then no one can bitch at me. Cause it's just my definition. And if you disagree with it, well, fuck. Okay. You disagree with it. I think, I think awesomeness is like, I think abundance is, is we've talked about this before. I think abundance is everything. What are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Jesus. What? what are you looking at? Oh my God. <laughs> I just feel, I feel like something. <laughs> I was thinking about what oh. um, Anyway, sorry, people. God, we got a stalker in the studio. Um, I, I think abundance is everything. And I, I think, I think scarcity is, is the biggest detrimental thing to someone's life. And often the times, sometimes I think people who are scarce don't know it. And I think that's maybe the kicker of it is they actually don't understand how scarce they are. But I think that, I think abundance is, is massive because, and, and again, my definition. So it doesn't matter if you don't like it. Um, like, I think you need to trust people. I think you need to like, I think you need to be kind. I think gossipers, you fucking suck. Yeah. 
haters and what gossiping and hate. I'm, I've never been around gossipers who are typically talking nice about people. Like, that's not a real quality of gossipers. Have but, you seen Janet? She looks so beautiful lately. I, you don't really hear that. Maybe that's not gossiping, but like, no, just let me finish. Like, I think, I think your propensity to get with other human beings and want to talk negatively or about this person, their actions, what they're doing, that's not fucking awesome. That sucks. That's shitty. You're wasting your time talking about someone else because you're so fucking insecure about the shape of your own life and the way it's going. That That is, I don't know, you can argue with me. Kimmer, I know you want to jump in here. I just here. think that happens, though, more than we know. It happens in the workplace. It happens sure. in, and, and you think about, like, how does that make you feel talking about Janet, your coworker, to Fucking you know, Janet. Stacey, your other coworker? Stacy too. And then <laughs> have you seen her lately? <laughs> My point is, is that think about that. And then you're like, oh, don't say anything. And then you're like, you're already starting this, like, oh gosh. And then you feel shitty when you go home and that other person, like it's so ugly. Awful. No, no, like, it's it's fucking ugly. I'm sorry. That's that is the best term. I, I know. I know that I, I remember, I'll tell you this there. I worked with a coworker who I was good friends with for a long time when I worked back in Siena in my Siena days. And we would like talk to each other on the phone because we would be traveling far mm -hmm. lengths of time. So every morning we'd get our coffee and we'd talk, talk to each other. I was in a negative mind frame mm -hmm. and I didn't like my boss who didn't like me. She was out to get me and I would, was in a really bad space. Yeah. And I actually, Interestingly enough, I called Jill maybe about three years ago mm -hmm. and I apologized. Because mm, you talked about her? Uh, not Jill. I didn't talk oh. about Jill. Jill was the oh. one who I dumped on. Oh, Jill I see. Jill was the one who was- You were gossiping. This, not even, I don't even say it was, it was complaining. It was like this relentless unhappiness, which led to gossiping, which right. led to frustration, which led to disgruntledness. And really, it was my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, like oh, uh, gossiping every time always you is. start bitching about like you don't. It doesn't help anything. But I was not happy in my current role. I was not happy in my life. I want. I wanted to be doing Beachbody full time. I was starting to really resent. Yeah, you were. I was resenting. The more you fell in love with that, the more you resented what you had to go to. Oh my god! And and the people. Well, <clears throat> and that one person yeah. like made it. My one great boss left, and then anyway. That's a long story, but my point to that is, is that we've all been there. We've all oh, been in situations. I've gossiped before too. Yeah, like we, we all do it. We've all been in situations. So it's not pointed at one person no, no, or no, one no. group of people. Like it is what it is. Like you either, but like I'm noticing really too, like I'm just really starting and trying hard to not do that, to not engage in that, to assume yeah. the best intentions. And I think one of the qualities, like you were saying about being an awesome human is assuming the best intentions. And that's actually something I, I took from my corporate job. It was one of our core values, assume the best intentions, right? So if you're walking in and you're thinking about being an extraordinary leader, an extraordinary person at work or an extraordinary mom or dad or whatever, right? Contributing family member. It's like when you assume the best intentions, that is so important. Like, do you want to assume the best intentions of Aunt Stacy, or do you want to be like, oh my gosh, Aunt Stacy's text was awful. She's terrible. There she goes again. Mm. Well, what if you just misinterpreted it? What if you had a courageous conversation and you got on the call and you stopped texting each other and emailing each other and con 
starting to think everyone's mad at you because you're just like the mm-hmm. connotations of texts are if you don't put one punctuation, you think people are pissed. Like it's a different world. Like, don't you think it's a different world right now where, and, and like emotions run high with, oh, did I make you wrong? Did I make you mad? Are you upset? Are you, mm. and like, what's wrong with having healthy banter? Just because somebody disagrees with you doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It just means it gives you an appetite to have a deeper conversation, yeah. to have shared experience. And that's that's different than gossiping, I think, for sure. You know, trying to solve a problem between, that's totally different. But that's a quality of an awesome human, oh. right? Assuming the best intentions, working to be uh, be okay with conflict. Like, I, I'm not saying here that everyone has to, like, agree with what I'm saying. Hell no. That's how, problems, that's how problems get solved. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not going to be for everybody. You're not going to be for everybody. And that's okay. And I think it's just really figuring that part out, right? Like realizing and identifying what does that look like for me? What does being generous look like for me? Like if you were to, if you were to say like what being generous looks like or what being a good human. I I just wanted to, to to just close off what you're talking about with a bow is like, I think one of the most courageous things you can do is in a group that's bitching about people or you, you hear the one of the most courageous things you do is go, Hey, don't fucking talk about that person like that. I think, I think that's, I don't think a lot of people do it. I think that's brave. Tess does that. Mm. Tess does that. Our daughter. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. She, it's amazing to be a witness to. And, and it's funny, you, you and I talked about this the other day. We know, we both know someone and you were like, never tell that person anything again. I was like, yeah, no, I know. And it's because she told me everything and I'm like, Okay. Because you, so if you tell me everything, that means you're telling somebody else everything. I'm no, no. And, and we, he, here, the world is small, like small community. Like everyone, everyone knows who tells the shit. Right. And you're just like, that's just, what is the, what is the propensity and joy and fulfillment one gets from belittling someone else in a conversation or even just talking about the quote unquote weird negative shit they do well i know when i think i know what it is it's it's just you're that person it's any hater or negativity or gossiper what you're actually doing this is what you're doing and most people get this most people look at you and this is what they think you are advertising how miserable you are with your current situation you're advertising that to the world when you talk about other people negatively you're just advertising how fucking unhappy you are. I really believe that. It's just, it's great advertising as you look at you and go, are you really that uncomfortable with who you are right now and your, your situation of what you're going through that you have to feel better to prop, you know, push them down. So it somehow makes you feel a little bit better about your situation. Like just like, that's not awesome. And, and you're just wasting your, and, we won't even get into the energetic vibe that you're now attracting doing that. You're, you're actually opening your, doesn't matter. You believe different stuff with this. I think life is all about energy. You actually are opening yourself up to invite other shitty people and people in shitty situations mm-hmm. into your world because that's who you're attracting. It's like a bad, bad roller coaster. It's like a magnet. It's like a magnet. Life like is you're, a magnet. You're think about all- a magnet in the, in like, Remember when like roller, uh, roller coaster? That was a bad analogy. No, but, but remember, remember the magnet like back with like Tom and Jerry, where yeah. they had those huge magnets. Yes, and, like Tom would be an asshole to Jerry and like throw all of these needles on a magnet and then mm-hmm. like draw Jerry in. That's the magnet. That's literally you are literally drawing what you are putting out into the world. You are drawing back what you are putting out into the world. You are drawing back. Then now, don't panic. 
This doesn't mean that you need to go undo everything you're doing. What we're asking you to do is get curious. Why are you doing what you're doing? Mm -hmm. If you really feel like you're doing an like you are being a great human, amazing. And if you want to be more of a great human, here's a couple things you can do. Number one, start journaling, right? Like what's in between your head right now is often your worst enemy. And if the thoughts in your head are negative and complaining, you're probably soul sucking to be around. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, mm-hmm. but I mean that with love and with kindness. And what that means is that's an opportunity. And, you know, I was listening to Robin Sharma this morning, his success mastery leadership course, and he was talking about personal relationships. And he said that the degree in which you can be authentic is the degree in which you'll get that back. Mm-hmm. And he said, he used this analogy of people go to work with their window. Like if they think of a car window and think about when you see maybe somebody on the side of the road that's wanting a loony or a toony or whatever, and you like open the window a crack, right? And you give out whatever you give out or you don't. And you just keep on driving. Um, but what he said is he used the analogy of like when you go to work and you have a mask on and you aren't you are afraid of showing who you are or you decide that you're not gonna show who you really are at work mm-hmm. and you just give all that to only your family, you're missing out on the rest of your life. Yeah. You are missing out on the rest of your life. If nobody knows who you are, like how do you know what promotion you can get, what raise you can get, where you can go? If you're not showing who you are and you're not stepping up to that boardroom table or that chalkboard or that whatever role you're in, that bedside, if you're not stepping up with your fullest self and authentic and joy and happiness and alertness and aliveness mm-hmm. and quirkiness, and then who are you showing up as? That's imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And that is a really hard way to live when you are one way with one person and you are another way with one person. One of the things I love the most is when people come up to me and be like, oh my God, you are the exact yeah. same way. Mm-hmm. You are identical. You yeah. are like, you look the same, you sound the same, you talk the same, like you are exactly who you are on social media is exactly who you are in real life. And I'm like, that that's yeah. my goal because there shouldn't be a different, there shouldn't be a differentiation. There shouldn't be your one way with your family and your complete other way with your friends and your complete other way with your colleagues. That's a disconnect. That's a disconnect from you being connected to you because you are enough right now who you are. And it is a disservice if you're not stepping into who you are as your personal greatness in all aspects of it and showing up in all aspects of your life, because that is also something that you will not be attract. You will not attract what you want if you're not actually embodying that. Well, it's, it's really hard to connect with other humans too, when you're the quietest one in the room, like, like, and, and Kim knows my, like, I'm, I'm not the most social guy, but I, I can still connect with people. Um, and, and it's not that I have to force myself to go engage with people, but like, I, what, go ahead a little bit. Sometimes. Yeah, it's funny. I, I told I told Colby and Tess before they went off to camp, right? And I've told them this when they go to school too, and they like even I'll tell them again before they go to their new grade here coming up in a couple of weeks. But I said to them, I said, Hey, I said I'd love for you to make a point when you go to camp. I said, you know, make sure, make sure you you talk to the quietest kids. Mm-hmm. Make sure you go you go and this is I say I told them to introduce themselves. These are 13, 11 year olds. I said, make sure that you just go those are the kids that would really probably appreciate you coming up to them and being like, Hey, I'm Colby or I'm Tessa. And, and, and I, I think adults like, you know, are you a wallflower in your office? Like, like, and I mean that like, like you have to engage with other human beings, whether you, whether you really enjoy that or not, 
how are you going to allow in the people in your life that should be there if you don't let them know you at all either, right? Yeah, I think one of the things that's really important is like, you know, we work in a social media business, mm-hmm. right? We have social media team, like, or, like, or sorry, a team where we use Zooms and texts and things. Like I voice note all the time mm-hmm. because the connotation in your voice is so much different. Yeah, you don't than really type much. Do I you? don't type. I do, but I don't really, because it's like, I end up sounding, sometimes I can sound like an asshole, mm. you know, and I don't mean to, it's just cause I'm like so fiery and passionate and, you know, but it's like being able to explain what you're wanting to say, yeah. you know, for those of you that work in an office, like maybe you need to get up and go talk to that person, the three cubicles over and tell them what you want to say. You know, and if you need to have a courageous conversation that's uncomfortable, that should be done in in person. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had some of the most difficult conversations with my family and my loved ones and I have to do it in person. And it's awful because Mm -hmm. it's just like, I'm like, in order for me to release this and let this go, I need to speak my truth and I need to speak my truth with me standing in my power. And if you're not standing in your power, you're not, if you're not putting yourself in the room to have those courageous conversations it's going to be really hard to be authentically genuine Mm -hmm. and authentically generous and really loving your life. Like I write that down now. Like I really, really love our life, but I wasn't writing that down every day before Mm -hmm. I didn't, wouldn't say that every part of my life I loved before. And I think that that's normal. Yeah, of course. And I want to make sure everyone knows that like, but there are literally so many parts of my life that Mm -hmm. like, if I, if if today was my last gift of a day that I would be okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, think about that. Mm-hmm. What have I said to you too? Like, think about that, you know? Yeah. Right. Like I've said, if something happens to me, let's knock on wood here. If something happens to me, I said like, God, camera, I've had the best life. You said that right before your heart attack. I did. And I didn't believe you. I was like angry because I was like, you haven't had the best life yet though. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, you were in pain and chronic pain and heads. And you weren't, you no, were not. But I, that's not how I view it though. I've, I really, the experience, oh, I the, the experiences <laughs> I've had in my life, I just so blessed. Like I, I really mean that. Like I've, I've had a beautiful life. There's been some hard stuff, but there's, there's, you know, there's always someone who's had it, had it harder. So, um, and you know, the other thing too, let's, before we move on to real generosity, Kim, the other thing about the the gossip and stuff and, and, and <laughs> I guess, I guess this is kind of the topic is being an awesome human being, but I think it's also just about self-improvement and getting better. And like, like I love, I love the person that says, if you were to walk into a room full of people, you think everyone there is happy to see you or not happy to see you? And and that and either people that you know from your past and stuff and that you work with, like that's a really good take on maybe how you're showing up is really genuine and positive. If you walk into the room, what do you think people think? Mm. Oh fuck, here comes Tony. Like or you know, or it's like oh fuck, there's ja- there's you know, there's there's whoever and 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 you because you can really hear the tone in people's voice. Mm. And I think that's a good judge. Like if you were walking, what do, what do people think? And, and I was gonna say. The gossip and stuff and that behavior, which again, we've all done it. Like none of us are perfect, but like fucking kids are watching too. And, 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 and with the amount of online bullying, the amount of, of cyber shit and harassment and things that are going on and forms and the hate and, and, and the ignorance, like, like we got to be really careful with this generation, like really careful about how our behavior is going to model theirs, you know, Mm. 
And and so and true. If, like, if, are you bitching about your neighbor and, to your husband, and your kids can hear it? Right. Like, those are the things. That's. What, I think this is. We need to be. Um, maybe even a little bit more specific, right? Like, and maybe you mean no harm by that, but be aware of who's around you, who's listening. What are you like? There's a reason there's a re Tess is an empath, but there's a reason when she sees a homeless person, she almost starts to cry and her first instinct. And I don't want to get into the, the, the homeless thing and what you, whatever, because she's seen us and me do those types of things because we have the means to do it. I don't do it all the time. I'm not saying I'm a, this great person. That's not why I'm talking about it, but there's a model of behavior there for her that she's seen me do. Mm. We've been out to, we were at dinner at, at uh, what's the restaurant downtown Burlington. The guy was across the street. We were sitting, having a great dinner at Peppa. Oh yeah. Uh, I want to say the name to shout them out, but I'm not going to, you know what I'm talking about, right? Pepperwoods. And we were having a beautiful family dinner and this was about a year ago or whatever. And, 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 you know, he was just over there sleeping, you know, and I didn't, I don't know a situation again. We don't do this with all homeless people. Again, I'm not, but we just ordered a fifth meal for him at the end of ours and we took it over to him. And I think for my kids, I, I hope that teaches them a few things and we talk about it and Tess asks way more questions than Colby. Like, why do you think he's homeless? Why doesn't he have a house? Why is he sleeping there? Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he have a jet? Ja- like she, she, saw that. she, she saw that yesterday when we were driving to Hamilton and, oh, she, and she wanted to pull out money, money. She, wanted, she not only that, but then she came up with a solution. Mm-hmm. Ma, then she said, well, mom, you and I wouldn't survive. She said, <laughs> oh, she said, but we would, we would. She goes, I, we would make this work. She oh, goes, that you didn't, goes, you did. They don't know what you're talking about. So, so yesterday Tess and I saw a 10 year old and their dad and his dad homeless, homeless. And I happened to just like see it through the corner of my eye and Tess saw. And then we spent the whole time trying to be like, okay, well, if that were you, we were in that situation, like what, what could you do or what would you do? Or how could we help them? Like, what does that look like? You know, like it was, she was very, it took up an hour of our conversation. I wanted to make a joke there and I didn't, and I should have, God, what I shouldn't hold back. No, go. What did you want to say? OnlyFans. If that was you and Tessa, you could do OnlyFans. Oh my God, not with Tessa. Not with Tessa. Of course not. You would do OnlyFans to Me? get you to get you out of that situation. Oh my God. I was joking, half joking. If you were in that situation, I would. I'd do it. Would you really? I don't know. I mean, who would want to see a dirty? <laughs> what? Who would want to see someone who can't do their own hair? Homeless. Oh, I think I think you do pretty well on OnlyFans. Don't. Come on now. I oh think you'd God. I think you'd crush it to be die. honest with I would you. Die. I would die. That Sorry would we went off kilter there. Anyway, happen. anyway. I should have oh, said the joke. Man. It would have been more funny, but I, you know I was worried you might be mad at me for that. You're like, oh, hey, we're in a we're in a serious moment. But anyway, it is I, serious. I That's think, not to discount at all. Of like, course not. There's, not. Anyway, to switch subjects though, but No, but my, yeah. my my whole point is I think modeling behavior too is part of that too and and really you know if you're if you're talking shitty about people, your kid's probably gonna do the same thing. And let's just try to turn that around. God, there's it's one of my fears with my kids is being bullied. Mm. And one of my always one of my fears was raising an asshole who was going to bully. It was a huge fear of mine. It starts in the home. It's a huge fear of mine. It starts in the home. I'm telling you, every time I've encountered a bully, I'm like I look right at the parents and I'm like, you fucking idiots. Like my teaching, I'm telling you, like, I, it's like, I I know exactly. This is not, this is not rocket science. 
there's something uh, going on, it's you got to look at yourself, not your kid. Yeah, because when, the, there's kids don't grow up being not. assholes. Like it's like it's like remembering my 13 year old self. I was a wreck. I was awful. Mm. Hmm. 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 But I don't. I, wonder... I don't ever think you were a bully. That's not. No, what, that's what you mean. That's I not was, what you mean. I wasn't. But no. I was. I was Hard. drinking at the bar. I was yeah. drinking at my thirteen. I was like, let's let if we recanted why. Yeah. It goes right back to of course. But personal responsibility, personal responsibility, yeah. ownership, like love, unconditional love. People like. Kids don't need to be yelled at and screamed at. They need to be loved and understood and you need to sit with them. Sit with them. They just want to be noticed. Like they just want to be seen and heard rather than like you did that wrong. Like, oh man, don't get me started. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. Don't get me started. Like I was sitting at my mom's grave last week on Thursday and I like put my hands on the ground. I started bawling and I was just like, okay, okay. I felt lonely. You know, like mm-hmm. I felt lonely and I felt um, a longing and I felt like, and then I immediately switched and all of a sudden this like whoosh waved over me and I was like, no, I can go be a really good human. I can go, of course you can. You I are. can go be what my mom was for this community. I can go be awesome in my intention. I can go be kind. I can go be loving. I can think about when I'm, what I'm about to say to my kids, whether it will be helpful or healing or hopeful. I can do that rather than reacting in anger and mad and longing because I didn't have it. Well, then go be what you wanted. Yeah. Go be what you wanted. That's good. Go be what you wanted. Go be what's missing. Go be that person in the workplace. Go be different. Go be the change you want to see in the world. That's Gandhi. And I have had that on my my wall in my office since I was 22. Go, go be the change you wish to see in the world. That's Gandhi. But go be what you wanted. It's so simple and it's go so effective. Go be what you want. It's like my dad. Hey, like I think mm. I kind of think I did that with my dad in some ways. There's some there's some similarities there with my father, a few things. But I think the the things that he 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 was not good at, I tried to change those in the way I father mm. and the way I treat like you're continuously doing and that. the way I treat you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's a like and and like my my dad just left for he's leaving for Ecuador. Then he he kind of he kind of he kind of no he kind of lied to me again because I paid for him to come back from Cuba and he he came back and my brother and my sister were like, Oh, he's just kind of telling you that to get you to pay for that. And I, and I kind of knew that, but he's my dad, you know, and he did a lot of good things for me growing up, but, um, I did it. And he came home. He's like, Oh, I think I'm just going to settle here in Canada now. And I want to get to know the grandkids and stuff like that. And I was like, I didn't really believe him, but I was, you know, he kind of hopeful and I, I, I'm actually okay with all this. Um, didn't hear from him once since he got back. It's been a couple months, three months. I don't know. And he, I think he went to Ecuador yesterday or today. And, and the, the, here's the weird part. I probably will never see him again because he's very old and I think he'll probably stay there now and I'll probably never see him again. And that's a very weird thing to, I came to that realization yesterday. I didn't cry about it and you're and, crying, and, and, like, uh, you're crying. Right now for you. Yeah. I just feel that, but it's like, we all have that story, right? Oh, guys? that's I, just it. I, like the, the point why we share so honestly and openly and vulnerably is for us to share. Like, you're just not alone. Mm. We all have, you know, I had someone reach out to me yesterday and she shared a story and I said, can you please message Jamie? She shared a similar story about her dad and, and finally like learning to let go and, 
like, could you message Jamie that? And like, I feel like he might really need to hear that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we just hope that by us sharing, like, I'm tearful for you, you know? Yeah, like, it, Cause it's, there's like, I know what it feels like to long for a parent mm-hmm. and and I have living ones. They're just or mm-hmm. my dad and mm-hmm. stepmom, but like, yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's, hard, right? Relationships are hard. So, but so hold, but point, hold on but a sec. You can still be a generous person, but still have that pain. Instead of being a victim, but that's the difference. There's there's the difference. You're not being a victim right now. No, you're not. What what you said resonated with me. It's like I'm I'm thinking, you know, be what you wanted. It's like, and I think I do that as a as a father and a husband. Um, always work to do, but you know, as a grandfather, like be what you wanted. Like I, like my kids. You know, my dad was never really a grandfather to them. They don't, you know, and that's, I never, and I, the funny part is I never had a grandfather. They passed away before I even knew them. Um, but I'm going to be what I wanted. I'm, my kids have kids and I know you're the same way, Kim. Like yeah. I'm, oh my I'm going to be what the, you know, what they, they never had. Oh, so I am, I, I'm going to wear a sequin shirt called grandma and I'm going to be, you are going to be the loudest, oldest I person. You're going to walk into a room and go, Hey kiddos. My grandma's you're going to, you're going to break us financially with your grandkids. Oh my God, that's what no, I think is going to happen. That's why I'm trying to create wealth now. So I we know. don't have to worry about that. Oh my and we gosh. have nothing to worry about. We you're, are, I can see our kids going to be like, uh, Mom, you can't buy the you can't buy our kids any more stuff. They have a bike. You don't need to get them anything else. No, I'm else. not going to buy them things. I'm going to oh, I'm going to I'm going to spend time with them. I'm going to I'm going to Yeah, oh you're never going to take your granddaughter shopping. Oh, I will, yeah. but I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> my sister is having a baby boy, mm-hmm. Tiffany, who oh my god, I can't even. Like I I already think he's my grandson. Mm. <laughs> it's my sister's baby. Tess Tess is like my new brother, but anyway, we're way off track, but no, um, it's, it's all, it's good stuff. There's, there's, you're not, this thing about a podcast, you're never off or on track. I you have a, that. you have a topic, but it goes in certain ways. I can't and, believe I just said off track because that's something I, that's another topic I actually would <laughs> love to do a podcast on, on that you can't be off track mm. in your life period. Cause we need to get rid of that. Like off need, on right, wrong, get rid of that right, wrong, good, bad, off on working out, okay. not working out. Oh my gosh, let's, <laughs> let's lay it right now. We're gonna, okay. We got to go. We're going to wrap this up. We're going to lay out our next one. Um, but we just appreciate all of you and we appreciate this conversation and I, we hope that it's given you some insight, right? Like at the end of the day, we do need to do an inventory and an audit of the type of human we are. Sure. And then we also need to do an inventory and an audit of the person we aspire to be, right? Like who's that version of you five years from now? Who's the 10 year, 10 year version? Who are you as a grandma? Like, who do you want to be? Do you want to have a free schedule? Are you still going to be working? Like I'm te- you need to do these. Yeah. You need to start backing this up so that you can understand that. Like I know very clearly that we need to work on our wealth and mm-hmm. our finances. And I already am thinking of like, okay, I've got two more streams of income. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I got an idea. I want to build this business. I want to do this. I want to enhance this. I want to build this more. I want to scale this further. Like, because I'm thinking down the road, Yeah. but when we stay in our current status, and our comfort level, and this is okay, you'll never grow. I think it all centers around your love for yourself too. Mm. And more, your belief in yourself. Right. Cause when you, when you really love what you're doing, it's not even about loving yourself, it's loving what you're doing and growing. And when you love it's, it's hard to dislike other people. It's hard to find hatred within you. It really is when you're really good with what you're personally doing. And that comes down to purpose. Yeah. Oh, and that yeah. comes down to fulfillment. 
Mm-hmm. And that comes down to passion. Yeah. And a lot of us are living unfulfilled lives. And mm-hmm. when we live unfulfilled lives, we start to to fill it with numbing yeah. and frustration and those lower vibe, toxic, toxic behaviors that just pull you down to where you need to go rather than where, where you want to grow. Mm-hmm. So that's the focus today, right? If you want to be an awesome human, you need to do an inventory. What's working? What's not? What's serving you? What's not? Get curious. Start to like figure out what's working, what's not, what are the triggers, what's going on. And and that's the work, guys. That's the work. It's not easy, but and that's and it's giving yourself permission to feel the feelings. It's okay to be annoyed. It's okay to be fucking mad. It's okay to be frustrated with yourself. It's okay to get. It's okay to not mm. be where you want to be. Gosh, mm. that's amazing that you're even aware enough to realize, fuck, I need to change my life. Mm. Hi. Yeah. That's a win. Yeah. Be so fucking proud of that versus judging that judging that shit. Like you're ne- you need to be your Number one fan, not only fan, you need to be the number one fan. <laughs> We're never going there. It's another stream. No, stop. <laughs> um, anyway, we're going to wrap this up. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for spending time with us. As always, if you can share the show, you can give us the... If you like this, leave a review. We if would you love, love that. This, leave a review. Like Journals. This, this, is, this is also reviews are what help us to grow without having Absolutely. to do ads, without having to do any yeah. of those things. So... You know, like, please, just the more you refer, the more you share, the more this grows. Like, my goal, I'm going to say it, is to be the number one podcast in Canada for life and leadership and love and figuring yourself out. So someone was like, oh, you know, you can, goal. yeah, someone was like, you know, you can do subscription for your podcast. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no I'm not going to do a subscription. No, 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 like, no. we're good. Like, let's just keep this going. Yeah. But, okay, and we are going to have some guests. So I've got... <laughs> We, no, we say are. that. I know. No, I, but... I do. But there'll just be one-offs. Like this, we'll still always do this. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have like that secondary person. So we'll do two podcasts in a week. One will be guests. One will be us. Yeah, yeah? Sure. I'm going to interview Sarah. So I've got like two Sarahs that I want on. So cool. it's happening. All happening. Okay. See how squirrel. Thanks, okay. everybody. So please share. Enjoy your day. Subscribe. Thanks for listening. You. Really, really appreciate it. Go live your best life. You have been listening to the Fitz Life Unfiltered podcast with Jamie and Kim Fitzpatrick. Please share this with your friends, family, and everyone looking to level up in their life. Leave a review and smash the shit out of the subscribe button. All resources and contact info are in the episode notes. Thank you for listening.